Hey, what's up, everybody? Happy Friday. I hope you're having a great week. I uh, hate to be the bearer of bad news, but there's a major, major buzzkill. The, uh, the biggest fight of the year on the schedule so far has been postponed. So we'll talk about that and chop up anything else you guys want to talk about. But um, I was, you know, it's so funny because I was going to do a video today um, talking specifically about the Fury vs. Usyk promo and about it being the best promo I've ever seen. In fact, I was going to like basically title the video, uh, you know, Fury Usyk promo, best I've ever seen. And I was going to talk about the fact of like how and why it might be the best promo I've ever seen in sports, let alone martial arts, let alone boxing. Um, it was so innovative. It's so creative. It's so fun. Let me share my screen and show you guys. Uh, I'm sure you guys have all seen it by now, but I'm just going to play this over here on repeat while we talk. Um, I love this promo. Love, 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 love it. And it's this. It's 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 interesting because this came out, I think, the same day that they had the, the presser for the Thurman Zoo fight, and you compare the the vibe and the energy and the production value, or lack thereof, of the Thurman Zoo presser, and you compare that to this, and it's just night and day, just absolutely night and day. What I love about this this promo is because look, of course, I saw some comments out there like, um, uh, "What's this have to do with boxing? You know, get serious. These guys aren't actors. What are they? Dude, some of you really need to lighten up, okay? I get it. It's boxing, and and like part of being a boxing fan, part of the culture of this sport is to kind of just be a shit posting critic. I get it. I understand that's been going on for over a century in this sport. I get it. But some of you guys could just never be satisfied. This promo is freaking dope. It is just the sickest promo I've ever seen. And yes, it has nothing to do with boxing, okay? But they tie it in at the end, okay? You see uh, Usyk and Fury being you know, like, like pirates, Roman gladiators, uh, uh, cowboys, you know, samurais, cartoons, all this stuff. But then it ties back into, at the very end, they're in the ring with Michael Buffer, and it it's basically different warriors through the generations, and these guys are modern warriors doing their thing. I just think it's freaking awesome. And, and this I've watched this, pr this promo at least a dozen times, and every time I watch it, I want to go work out. I'm, like, pumped up. I want to go train. It's, it's, it has that kind of emotional feel to it. Um, that is so lacking from all the press conferences and stuff that we see guys. I, I've probably attended, I mean, ease, I can't even count, but it's easily over a hundred press conferences. I've easily attended over a hundred pressers in my career in media. Um, and I've probably called in to well over a hundred of them. I've watched well over a hundred of them, you know, the streams and stuff. So I've seen hundreds of these things. Okay. In one form or fashion or another, I've been involved in hundreds of them. And there's just this vibe around the common boxing. And I'm going to include MMA in this. I'm going to include UFC in this, the current uh, common um, typical UFC slash boxing presser that just feels like it's from 
last century. It, it just feels like, it, it, particularly boxing, though, more so than UFC. Um, a lot of the just the production value of it and the the vibe and the feel of it is so outdated, and it just does not appeal to younger audiences. It just doesn't. Not when you have shit like this. This promo, you think about it, guys. Every movie that comes out now is a superhero movie, a comic movie, right? There's a bunch of CGI and ADR and green screen stuff and special effects, all of it. That's what this ties into. So uh, whoever, all the people involved in this promo, top to bottom, I, I got to give just a, a slow clap to. And this is following the Day of Reckoning card that they did over there, the Riyadh season uh, in December, that had a great promo too. This is even better. This is way better than that. That promo was good, but this is even better. I love the creativity of it. It's unique. There's never been a promo like this ever. I don't even think there's been a promo like this in any sport. American football, basketball, baseball, international football, tennis, whatever. I can't think of a promo in any sport that was this innovative, creative, artistic, and um, emotional. Because like, there's this there, the music behind it, the 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 imagery, freaking awesome. So like, anyway, what a buzzkill! Because I was gonna do a video today. I was gonna go live today and talk about this and compare it with boxing pressers. Which, by the way, I should say. I, I pretty much haven't watched or attended a boxing presser in several years because I don't give a shit. I just, they're, they're so lame, boring, and tired. They have nothing to do with the fight. This promo has more to do with the fight than the common boxing presser does, seriously. Um, it, it, so I, I, I don't even watch that stuff, but that's what I was going to talk about today. And then, so I'm out having lunch with my wife and my phone's blowing up. I'm sitting there and my phone blows up for different reasons, different times, different days. You know, if there's breaking news and boxing, but if there's other stuff going on in my life, whatever, it starts blowing up. And I'm like, what the hell is my phone blowing up for early on a Friday? What the hell is going on right now? So I, you know, because when I eat dinner or, or lunch or with, with my wife, I don't mess with my phone, you know, or, or anybody, but I, um, you know, I asked her, I was like, listen, let, let me just look at my phone and see what the hell is going on. You know, for, forgive me. I pulled it out and I look and I'm like, what? Because it's just text, text, text. I got voicemails. I got tweets. I got DMs. I got emails just breaking all this down. I mean, I, you know, when it hits, it hits, right? And I get a bunch of them from a bunch of people. And I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, holy shit, this has got to be fake. This has got to be fake. This is some one of these trolling assholes on, on Twitter posted something and, and the media just took off with it and they haven't done any fact checking. So I tweeted, in fact, I, I should share this. Um, I tweeted out, has Tyson Fury posted a picture of that cut? Because that was my first question. Um, and it turns out he he has. So let me find um let me find the, the picture, guys. Hang on one second. It this sucks so bad. This just sucks so bad. Uh, yeah. Okay. Here we go. Let me share this. Um, hang on one second. Here we go. Share screen. Boom, boom, boom. 
Okay. So, yeah. So you see my tweet. Because my first thing is, I want to see a picture of this cut. Because at first, I, I'm like, I'm skeptical. Because Tyson Fury has a history of pulling out of tough fights. He ducked the rematch with Vladimir Klitschko when he couldn't use steroids anymore. I'm <laughs> just is what it is. When Vladimir Klitschko demanded VADA testing, he found a way out of that fight and he never entertained ever going back to it. And, and this was, this was going to be his, the toughest fight of his career, no less than the second toughest it's, it's Klitschko and Usyk. Those are the two best opponents by far of his entire career. So given that history and he's pulled stunts before other stunts and he's, ducked out and not fought for several years before, right? He's done stuff like that. When you have that track record, it's going to make people question what's going on. And I'm, I'm not trying to be unfair, but my first thought was, at first I thought maybe someone's playing a joke, but then I thought, is this really a cut or is something else going on and Fury wanted out? So I asked as he posted a, um, a picture of the cut and several of you guys responded. Um, so here is a picture and it looks legitimate. I mean, that's a bad cut. It, it, it sucks. Here's what's interesting. One of you guys posted video here of Fury sparring. And apparently this is when the cut happened and you see it happen right there. Guy lands an uppercut right on that. I mean, it, that's a bad shot for Fury to get hit with, by the way, by a shorter guy. And as soon as it lands, apparently he uh, knew it was cut and he, and he kind of got pissed off. It was a good shot that this dude landed and Fury was actually holding behind his head and he just pulled the guy. I don't know who he was sparring, but dude pulled Fury's head right into an uppercut and actually he didn't even pull it into the, he, he grabbed Fury's arm and used that momentum to pull Fury into the uppercut. And apparently that's what did it. Now, I don't know. I'm not sure, but apparently that's what did it. Um, well, more to come. I, I've seen people out there talking about that that wasn't it and that Fury got cut um, from a different sparring session, and that's an old sparring session. I, I don't know what to believe at this point. Maybe one of you guys out there could set the record straight because um, I don't, you know, I don't have all the info yet. But I was really looking forward to this fight, and it's it's two weeks out. It's literally, it was supposed to be two weeks out from tomorrow, February 17th, right? And this was going to be one where it was pay-per-view, but they were going to get my money. I was going to buy this pay-per-view and I was excited to do it and support it. Uh, particularly when I saw that promo, I was like, that promo is freaking awesome. <clears throat> you guys like my cup here? This is from uh, Guaranteed Rate Field in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, kept got went to a game there, a White Sox game, and they were playing my Tigers. So I went to a game there while I was in town for business, and uh, kept the cup <laughs> and got some other stuff at the stadium, some swag. Anyway, um, from what I have heard, okay, and again, I haven't read any press, so some of you guys could probably update me because uh, I'm probably out of the loop. But from the the people that have I've messaged with. And these are industry guys. From what I've heard, they're going to try to go forward with this uh, card next next Saturday, February 17th. And Usyk would like to stay on the card. So we'll see what happens. Maybe Usyk will fight a last-minute replacement. 
I know Zhang was going to fight Parker in the co-main. I, I do believe. Let me let me double check that. I want to make sure that I'm not mixing up my dates. But let me pull up. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, guys. I had the wrong date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Zhang and Parker are on the undercard of, I think, the Joshua and Ganu fight. Let me see if BoxRec still has this card even up. They do. Okay. All right, check this out. Check this out. I got some, uh, I can share this. Boom. Uh, can you guys, let me pull this up. Okay, here we go. So BoxRec still has the event. Uh, it's it's a co-promotion between Bobby Arum and, and Frank Warren, right? And, and as far as I understand it, they still want to go forward with it. And it's still a solid card. Um, Sergey Kovalev's on the card. Uh, Bakhodir Jalilov is on the card. Jai Opataya versus Marius Bredis. That is a very good, very good cruiserweight fight. And now it's Alexander Usyk versus TBA. Here's my thing. If you go forward with this card, it was going to be $70. That was going to be the price of the pay-per-view. And I think you had to get it through either DAZN or you could get it on pay-per-view.com. And shout out to those guys. Um, they're always pretty good to me. So um, that's where you could get it. I think it was like 70 bucks. And my thing is, if you go forward with this card now, you got to whack that price probably in half. I mean, this needs to be, if you're still going to go pay-per-view, you're going to have to whack that to down to at least 40 bucks, if not cheaper. I'm not paying $70 for that card. I'm a big Alexander Usyk fan. I love the Opataya Bradis fight. Um, but now we're 70 bucks to watch Usyk fight a tune-up. So we'll see what happens, okay? Um, I think it would be really, really smart for everybody involved in the promotion to take it off of pay-per-view. Take it off pay-per-view. You're probably going to lose some money, but here's the thing. You might not because you don't have to pay Tyson Fury anymore. And you're not going to pay Usyk what he was guaranteed to make against Fury, right? That, that pay structure is going to change. And none of the other guys on this card were making significant money anyway. So budget-wise, you could probably reallocate some things, around, move some money around, and you could probably do this off of pay-per-view and make enough money collectively, globally, from all the, the different revenue from different, different revenue streams from different countries and whatnot. Um, I think they could take this off pay-per-view. You know, I think that would be reasonable. I hope that's what they do. But if they keep it on pay-per-view, man, 25 bucks, something like that. You charge 70 bucks for this, it's not going to sell well. It's going to do shit numbers, okay? It's going to do Thurman Barrios numbers. <laughs> um, so here's the question. And here's the question that I want to bring to you guys. Because I don't know what to think. I honestly don't know what to think right now. Does Fury Usyk ever happen? I, I know that they had agreed to fight. Big promotion. You saw that promo. Best promo I've ever seen. Big time purses. I don't know if it'd be a career high purse for Fury, but very likely a career high purse for Usyk and possibly for Fury too. But Fury's had a few big pay, real big paydays, okay? 
Uh, none of these guys, neither one of them's hurting for money. But my question is that that cuts bad. Okay. For those of you just joining the, the chat here, um, that cuts bad. And I've been in my fighting career, I've been cut over the eye in the same spot, but my cut was smaller than that cut. It was like half the size. And I was able to fill it with adrenaline with um, like that steroid crap, put it in that clear shit that like closes it. And then I put my wife, she had makeup like that powder stuff and I put it over it. I've told this story on my show and um, I, you know, I went to the weigh in, had the doctor inspect me. They never saw it. They never saw it. They just thought it was maybe uh, scar tissue or something. So it, it worked for me. But that cut with Fury is so big that obviously he can't fight. My thing is I'm looking at that cut and I'm like, that's not a cut where you're out of the gym for a week or two, which is typical. That shit happens all the time. This is a cut. You're out of the gym for a minute. And Fury hasn't been the most active guy on earth. Um, he doesn't do well being out of the gym and now he, he, he can't spar, he can't do anything. So it further delays the whole process. If Usyk gets in the ring in two weeks and fights a replacement opponent, knocks off rust. Okay. Stays in his groove, stays in his rhythm, all of that. And Fury is sitting on the sidelines even longer and now nursing this cut. And he's got to get stitches. I don't, again, I don't know if it's going to require stitches or not. I don't know the information yet. All that will come out in the, the coming hours, the coming days. Okay, we'll find out. But let's assume that it's at least a bad enough cut, because it appears to be, where he's going to be out of the gym for a month, at least out of sparring. He can't do any, any serious contact like that for a while. Meanwhile, Usyk's about to fight, because I really think, I mean, Usyk's still on the schedule. You guys can see it right there. He's going to fight. And he's going to get rounds in and he might fight a B-level guy, a C-level guy and take him the distance. Usyk don't give a shit. He wants to get rounds in, right? Um, or maybe he'll stop the dude late or whatever, but he's going to get rounds in and, and, and be good so that if they were to reschedule this fight in the summer, Usyk would have a lot of momentum going into that fight, a lot. And Fury would have none. Last time Fury fought, it didn't go very well for him. Usyk had a difficult moment in his fight, but other than that, Usyk was very dominant in his performance, and that win over Dubois has aged extremely well, considering what Dubois just did in his last fight, right? Let's see what Ngannou does against Joshua, but my bet, my prediction is that Joshua dominates him and actually stops him in that fight late. Um then that fight between Fury and Ngannou wouldn't age well. Now, if Ngannou knocks Anthony Joshua out in two rounds, then okay. The, the, the win for Fury over Ngannou ages extremely well, okay? But I don't think that's going to happen. Anyway, if you're Tyson Fury and you've got tens of millions of dollars and you really don't like fighting shorter, tricky southpaws with better boxing skills and athleticism than you have. You've had trouble with those type of fighters in the past uh, who are a lot lesser than Usyk. Do you want to come back off this injury and go right to a fight with Usyk? 
Or is Fury going to pull some stunts and be like, oh, I need a tune-up? I don't know, guys. I, I don't know what to think right now. I, I really don't. But um, this is a huge buzzkill. <laughs> I'm so pissed because <laughs> I was really looking forward to this fight. All right. Uh, let me get on this super chat real quick. We got a super chat from the UK from my boy, Chris Bergen. Thank you so much, Chris. He says, yo, Mike, blank fury. I knew he would pull out. Hey, Chris, I, I don't blame you for, for saying that, man. Um, look, a, a lot of people out there are saying that Fury wanted to get cut, that I, I, I don't know what to think. But my thing is, if you're two weeks away from the biggest fight of your career, arguably, I, I just, man, he should have, if that sparring clip I showed with you guys was legitimate and that's really where the cut happened he looked pretty bad right there i know it's just one little clip i don't know what to think man fury brings this shit on himself because of the stunts that he pulls so i don't blame you for feeling that way chris and you're not alone brother there's a lot of people that um that agree with you um drunk irishman says r.i.p carl weathers did carl weathers die guys are you guys serious? Did Carl Weathers die? He was young. Oh, I got, I got, I got to Google this. Carl Weathers, he did die. Holy shit! Oh, you know he was seventy six. Okay, uh, so he wasn't old, old, but he was okay. What the hell happened? Apparently, he died in his sleep. Wow, man. Wow, wow, wow. Uh man, that sucks. Carl Weathers was was the man. Um he I, Look, I know everyone talks about Apollo Creed, but can I just bring up one quick part of his that I think is really underrated? He, I thought he was awesome and happy Gilmore. I, Carl Weathers could actually be funny. You know, he played all these serious tough guy parts or whatever, but he was actually a funny dude. And uh, I've talked to so many, I never got to meet Carl Weathers, but I've talked to several people in the entertainment industry that I, are friends of mine and stuff that, that worked with him. And they all said the same thing. He's actually like a really funny dude, like lighthearted, funny guy. I loved him in <laughs> Happy Gilmore, where he had the fake hand, right? Made out of wood. Man, rest in peace, brother. Wow. That sucks, guys. Wow. This is a pretty shitty Friday, man. With that, uh, let's go to the phones. <laughs> let's jump to, uh, oh, we got Thad on the line. What's up, Thad? How you doing, brother? Hey, Mike. Yeah, that, that, that's really bad news, boy. I really enjoyed his movies, especially, uh, you know, being Chubbs and Apollo Creed. But I think yes. underrated, underrated movie was uh, Action Jackson when he was on his own. Dude. His own movie. I thought that was I was just good. about and to mention Action Jackson, because I want to say that took place in Detroit. That was a like that was a yeah. really underrated like eighties action film. That shit was fun. <clears throat> oh yeah, he. I think Sharon Stone was in that, and um, I think Vanity. I think the real hot, hot yeah. uh, Vanity was hot, woman bro. back in that in that eighties circle. Yeah, and that was Prince like, kind of ruined her. But, uh, kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's bad news all around, and I was just counting the days to this fight, and I'm like, all right, well, maybe Fury's not going to pull out after all. 
uh, but I'm still skeptical and look what happens. I mean, if, if he didn't have the track record, he did, you know, it's the boy who cried wolf, you know, we could excuse it, but we can't excuse it. You know, uh, especially with, you know, preventative measures. I mean, two weeks before a fight, you know, you do everything you can to prevent injury and, you know, you know how it goes, you know, we all have opinions and, you know, you can think what you want, but, but the track record is there. Fury didn't want this fight. You know, it was laid out there. Uh, Johnny Nelson uh, from uh, Great Britain, he was on record saying, you know, Fury's getting turned over in camp. Uh, Jaya Pattaya left without notice, basically. And, uh, there was rumors he got dropped. And his sparring partners, uh, Moses Atama, he was in, in England, I guess, the other day. He, he left camp early. Yeah, it's, it's, I saw it's like that. this big drama show. Yeah. It really is. So, you know, all we can do now is, just look at boxing and, and just learn from it and say, when you have an opportunity to make a fight, when it's hot and the crowd wants it, you make the fight. Okay. We saw it with Lennox Lewis versus Bo. We saw it with Spence Crawford. We saw it with Anthony Joshua versus Wilder. Mayweather versus Pacquiao. On and on and on and on. When are the boxing people going to learn? You make the fight when the fight's hot. And you don't delay it. And this is what happens. It's snake bit. This fight's never going to happen. Trust me. Ugh. Fury will probably end up retiring. I wonder he's about getting that. Turned I really up do. Sparring. I really do. It's frustrating. I mean, I don't care about my financials, but I had a lot of money closing with the over and, and, and USIC by decision. And I had draw protection and all that. I mean, it's frustrating. It costs me equity. But I'm just more worried about boxing because this was a fight truly. And they always say to save boxing. This fight was to put boxing back on the map, at least in the short term, have an undisputed heavyweight champion. There's so much good that could have been done by this, especially with the Saudi money and this Prince uh, Turkey Sheik. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, and he's what a great guy putting up his own money for the sport of boxing because he loves boxing. He's a boxing fan. And I, and I, and I regret to say, I, you know, I hear he has some issues. We don't know how long this is going to last as far as this, this uh, Saudi money. So you got to strike when the iron's hot. And I, I just don't see it happening. I, I really don't. And um, with, with, with Usyk, the mind games, I mean, I know I couldn't probably perform two weeks after being dealt this blow, he has to watch who he fights. Remember Lennox Lewis versus uh, uh, Vitaly Klitschko mm. when Kirk Johnson pulled out with an injury. Yeah. That was, that was a two weeks notice fight. Lewis looks absolutely like shit that fight. He got, his, he got beat up. He was lucky that cut happened because he was on his way out. He never fought again. Okay. It's just a bad, bad read here, Mike. And uh, sorry to say that, Usyk has to be careful. He can't, you know, fight someone like a Hergovic on short notice. I wouldn't. Nah, no it's way. It's got to be like, I wouldn't. Yeah, it's too risky. You go for, how about this angle? Fury's uh, brother or cousin, whatever he is, Huey Fury. Fury. Yeah, you can Get totally do something like like I, to to me, Thad. Like I wouldn't blame him for fighting any level of heavyweight here. Like I'm I'm pulling up the ratings right. and like. I wouldn't fight anybody near the top 10 because I'm with you, dude. Two weeks out, yeah. it's just too soon to do um, with with everything he has potentially on the line later this year. It's just too soon to like switch styles. So I'd go top 30 yeah. 
a guy like that. Yeah. Um, and, and try to find a guy that has a similar build to Tyson Fury. So right. like you said, go for Huey or somebody like that, a tall, skinny guy and get some practice. Maybe, I don't know if Dimitrenko is still around, but like somebody with that kind of a build. That's a good one. Uh, you know, I know a bulky guy, uh, Maurice Vock. I know he's a yeah. stiff, but, you know, at least he'll be in there for rounds. Um, you know, you, I would just even say Dominic Brazil, but he doesn't have the same style, but he's 6'7". You want to get a guy that's like 6'7", a guy you could punch up at. Anybody from that allotment, uh, you know, it's it's just uh, at this point, they free the zone. Because that breed is versus Chayo Pataya fight, man. I, the first fight was amazing. I loved that fight. And I actually picked up a tire by upset because um, Breedis is a really good fighter. He was one of the best cruiserweights in, in the last uh, 20 years besides Usyk. I mean, one of the Usyk, top, top sparring top partners fight. for the Klitschkos. He gave the Klitschkos amazing work. I've heard a lot of stories about the work Absolutely. he gave the Klitschkos. Yeah. He was, he was such, he's such a good fighter. And, and uh, granted, he's older now and he's, probably way past his best and he and he's inactive and he's probably going to lose this fight but you know it's still a very good fight and uh it's just a shame they, they really should put this on regular design give give the customers yes. their money's worth yeah. no reason to put this on pay-per-view and uh you know that that's boxing you know we're, we're snake bit you know it, it's i could cry i really could <laughs> it sucks yeah. man come it on sucks. man Oh man! That and then Carl Weathers. Come on, man! Holy shit! Oh, and the Lions blew it last weekend. And the Lions blew it. Yeah, yeah. (sighs) And you know, and I was, I was really sad about that. And you know, I just, uh, you know, inexperience on the Lions' part. Just inexperience. And I said, I I actually texted you. I said, yeah. After that, they went for the uh, fourth down. You know, and the guy dropped it. And I said, look, this is going to be the momentum changer right here. Not a good, not a good situation. You don't want to give a team momentum, and look what happens. It's that's that whole down, like shit rolls downhill. Yep. Theory where momentum you know, is thing a real wrong, thing. Boom, another thing. Momentum is a real it thing. It is a real thing. Yeah. And, and you should saw the live odds on that. As soon as that happened, I looked at my thing, and I'm like, whoa, San Francisco's favorite to score a touchdown on this drive, and they're given like even odds, which is never, you know, they never have odds that high. It's like they're telling you something was going to happen. It's like. It's they say it's scripted, but I, I don't believe that. But you know, there there is such a thing as momentum, and now with the buzz kill with Usyk, he's got to be careful that he just doesn't fall into that trap. But I think this guy is so mentally tough, mm-hmm. like Lomachenko. I think these guys are so mentally tough. It takes a lot to break them. I do believe Lomachenko got broken, you know, by that bullshit robbery decision that he got. And, and let me just say, he got robbed. Okay, but at it, certain point every man has his breaking point like in that movie uh uh morgan freeman uh shawshank redemption he said you know great movie every man at some point has his breaking point and you just have to wonder can this be the point where you just says you know what son of a bitch and, and just cracks because it's so frustrating you want to fight this guy so bad and boom yeah, you know, you, you get you just get strung out. So, Mike. Uh, that being said, uh, you know, we'll look forward to what's coming up. As far as my my boxing picks, I love Nick Ball versus Ray Vargas. Ray Vargas has been so sporadic; he hasn't been fighting much. He's coming off a loss against uh, uh, that one one guy that that just won a fight. 
you know, he's, he's pretty hot now. I forget his name, but anyway, uh, he's, he's fighting, defending his title. And, you know, we see a guy move up and wait and lose and come back down and defend his title. You know, it's, it's like, uh, yeah. you know, Meldrick Taylor, Cristanzo Espana, he, he got knocked out. Marlon Starling he went, moved up to fight Michael Nunn. Yeah. Right. And he, he lost against Maurice Blocker. Maurice Blocker moved up to fight Terry Norris. He moved back down and fight Trinidad. He got blown out in one round. list goes on and on. But we got some trends that Nick Ball at minus 150. Mm. That, that, love that bet. Love that bet. So I'll, I'll leave you with that. You know, we could talk about that you know, in a couple of weeks when that comes up. So okay. hope you have a nice weekend, Mike. Thanks for the time. You too, brother. Thank you. All right. Bye. All right. There he goes. Um, you guys will see that uh, his excellency, Turkey Allah Sheik follows me. You know why? Cause game peep game, real ones, no real ones. That's why he follows me. All right. Uh, <laughs> let me, uh, some of you guys are asking about, is there a cut? Let me uh, let me find it. Let me find it on here because a uh, few people sent me the cut here on uh, X. Come on, I keep wanting to call it Twitter, but <clears throat> so here is. Uh, I'm not going to play that video. That video is blurry as hell. Here is the cut for those of you who have not seen it. So I'm sharing my screen right now, showing that cut, and that is apparently what happened in sparring. Um, now, cuts real, okay? Because I can't remember who posted that, but it was a legitimate news source in the UK. It was some newspaper over there. I think it was the original uh, person or platform that posted it. So it's it's legitimate, and you see right there, uh, Queensberry Promotions sent it out, and they they posted it. So I totally believe the cut's legit, and that's a bad cut, dude. Like that, that's a deep bad cut. Questions are going to come up. Did Fury take enough precautions? Was he lackadaisical in his preparation? Um, could this have been prevented somehow? Give and If it was anyone else, if this was, let, let's say it was Terrence Crawford before his fight with Errol Spence, I don't think anybody would have questioned it because Terrence Crawford has never pulled out of a fight. Terrence Crawford has never looked for a way out. He's never made excuses. He's always sought the top challenges. He was just always avoided because he's so great. But because this is Tyson Fury and he has avoided challenges and he has pulled diva stunts and, 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 and just pulled on negotiations and fights and literally retired for a couple of years and stuff. It's hard to know where his head's at. It's hard to know like how legitimate this whole thing is. The cut's legitimate, but how the cut got there is that part legitimate. So, so a lot of people have questions. I don't blame you guys for having those questions. Again, I really think that Fury brings a lot of this stuff on himself because of some of his actions and his words. Uh, and that's what happens. You live by the sword, you die by the sword. All right, real quick, uh, super chat from Trent Nonpareil. Thank you so much, Trent. And then after this, we'll get back to the phones. He said, uh, my pre-ordered Fury Usyk tea cost me 70 bucks. Oh, man. Oh, guys, look, we have a special guest. Hang on. What are you doing, babe? Come here. Come here. You want to say hi? Do you want to say hi? Oh, you got puppy? Come here. Say hi. Say hi to all of our friends. There you go. 
Can you kiss. can you blow him a kiss? Very good. Blow kiss. Good job. Very good, baby. You can't you can't type right now, okay? Because daddy's doing a show. All right, baby. Say bye-bye. Say bye-bye. Okay. You're such a cute. You're so beautiful. I love you. Go get go get Josie. Bring Josie on too. We have we had Jackie on. We gotta bring Josie on. I don't think, All right. I think Jackie wants to. I know Jackie wants to stay on the show. Hang on, guys. Baby, daddy's working right now, okay? Daddy's working, okay? All right, good girl. I'll see you later, okay, puppy? Okay. I love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. All right. Uh, sorry, Trent. Back to your super chat. Uh man, you ordered a t-shirt. This guy, baby. My wife's over here. This this dude ordered a T-shirt for the fight. <laughs> the, he brought a Fury Usyk T-shirt. Oh. Yeah. So like that. Hey, hey. You know what, Trent? Here, here's the thing. Because he says now we don't have the wrong date on it. 25, 25 pounds shipping from the UK. Here's the thing, bro. That's a collector's item. I'm gonna spin it in a positive light, okay? Because there's too much negative shit. Carl Weathers died today, babe. Yeah. Carl Weathers died. What the hell is going on today? Today sucks. I'm going to spin this in a positive. Um, you got a collector's item, brother. Hang on to that shirt. And at some point, maybe you can meet Tyson Fury in person, meet Alexander Usyk in person, and get it autographed. And here's the thing, too, Trent. If they don't fight, which I – look, I'm 50-50 that these, these two guys never fight now with this happening. If they never fight, then you got a true collector's item, okay? And uh, who knows, dude? Maybe that becomes a valuable item, of a valuable collectible at some point. So we'll spin a positive there, okay? Liam Paro versus Cambosos. What's your opinion of Paro, Liam Paro? I thought, wasn't Cambosos fighting Lomachenko? What, what am I missing? Liam Paro from Australia um, that went over Montana Love uh, just, what, um, almost two months ago um, where he knocked out Montana Love and kind of like ended him. <laughs> he pr pretty much ended him. I look at the rest of his resume and he's got a, a couple of decent guys on here I'm looking at, but um, he has fought in America now a couple times. The fight against love was in America. Uh, so he does have a couple of fights in America, but I, I don't know what to think about him yet, dude. I, I don't know. Um, but let's see, you brought up George Cambosos. I'm trying to think what's the date of his fight. It is May 12th. So Cambosos is fighting Vasily Lomachenko May 12th. So it's way too soon to talk about Paro Cambosos. I'll say this. I like Lomachenko to beat Cambosos, um, just style-wise and everything. I think that's going to be a, obviously a huge event over in Australia. It's going to do massive numbers globally. And after that, because I do think Cambosos will come up short, then maybe Liam Paro versus Cambosos makes sense over there. Uh, we could talk about that matchup at that point, depending on how Cambosos looks against Lomachenko. Okay, let's uh, let's go back to. Well, we got holy shit, we got a bunch of calls. Whew, I'm not getting to all these calls. There's no way. Let me uh, let me jump over to the UK. Is this Hamed? I think this Hamed. 
Hello, Mike. How's it going? Yeah, I thought so. What's up, hi, man? How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I was just wanted to say, I don't know what that's on about. I rewatched that Lomachenko 80 fight. That was not a robbery. If I, if I thought it was a robbery, I would have said, I thought uh, Lomachenko kind of threw that fight away in the last round. I know a lot of people have got a soft spot for Lomachenko. I are big fans of his, but if you watch that fight and it's just the commentary off, that was a very close fight. I saw you could argue it could have been a draw or 7-5 either way. Uh, I saw Kovalev Ward was a robbery, if I'm being honest, because I saw Ward uh, dominating in the first six rounds and Kovalev, I saw, arguably won the 12th round. Uh, I think Lomachenko uh, kind of gave up the 12th round like he did against uh, Tio. And I thought, I, I did not think that was a robbery. I'm not sure if the ESPN commentary misled people or is the two rounds uh, Lomachenko had uh, that one big. But I don't believe that was a robbery. I'm just going to say that. But Lomachenko, I thought, put up a very good point that he arguably won in the long of life. So it'll be interesting to see how he does against Cambosas. But I was not surprised about the New Zealand Iraq, if I'm being honest, because I don't know if Tyson Fury is going to go ahead with this fight, but. I just got a feeling he's mentally checked out. I don't know what you think about it, but I don't know if uh, this is all mind games, but to me it seems like this was either preordained or planned because to me it seems like he's got himself into shape, but I don't know if he's ready to fight Usyk. And the way he looked against Naganu, yeah, yeah. I, I just I just what got a feeling this was planned. The, the minute they got announced, I had a feeling it may be at least one delayed announcement. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's probably will happen. If it does, if I'm Usyk, I'd try and uh, get some sort of guarantee because I think what he's trying to do is offset Usyk and just delay this and age him off. He's already 37. Yeah, look, if I'm Usyk, I, I, was, I know several guys in the chat said that he should just wait. I think he should fight February 17th. I think get a guy in there who's like a top 30 guy and just stay busy and do not allow yourself to fall into, if there are tricks going on right now at Fury, don't allow yourself to fall into that. Stay busy, fight. Don't wait around. Uh, by the way, guys, this is Josie. Uh, hi, Matt, real quick. I just, uh, this is Josephine, my baby. Are you, are you scared, baby? Too, too many lights? Too, too loud? Okay, baby. Okay. Okay. Okay, baby. Too soon. Too soon. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Ahmed. That that's Josie, everyone. <laughs> She's uh but yeah, if if I'm um if I'm Usyk, dude, I, I stay busy. I just I fight and I stay busy. I stay on schedule. I, I I heard you and Sad were saying don't take the Hergovic fight, but I don't I, like the Hergovic fight. Look, look, Hamed, if if Usyk has a eight week, nine week, whatever training camp to prepare specifically for Hergovic, I like to fight for him. I think he beats her. He already beat Hergovic before in the amateurs. I, I, I believe he beat him in the was it World Series of Boxing. I think it was, I don't think was it Hergovic. I didn't. Know, I didn't I don't think they fought. 
Okay, I, I might be thinking of somebody else. I'm sorry, but I just style wise, I think he beats Hergovich. But this soon, it's two weeks out, and you've been preparing for a really, really unique type of boxer. Like Fury is a very unique opponent. He's six eight, tall, long. Yeah, you know what I mean? He fights very different than Hergovich. I just it would not be smart, in my opinion, to go that route. And you know me, I, I like boxers to take challenges. But in this situation, man, get in there and fight a guy like I, like I talked about, Dimitrenko, um, Thad brought up uh, Huey Fury, somebody like that. Fight someone like that and stay busy. My, my point was this, though. In, right now, we all know Usyk does not need this fight. He's about that belt, man. If Fury's going to hold that belt hostage, is Usyk really going to... Is Usyk going to reschedule this fight? We don't know what's going on. That's what I was trying to think. Usyk said after the AJ rematch, he was going to either retire or fight Fury. If he can't get the fight against Fury and the WBC won't do anything, uh, I don't think it's a bad idea to fight Hukovic, like Lennox fought Mitali and then retire. Because Usyk, to me, Usyk is uh, all-time great and he's a Hall of Famer. With Fury, I think Fury needs this fight more. Usyk, if, if this fight doesn't happen, Usyk, it doesn't hurt or damage Usyk's legacy. And Usyk already has shown He's willing to fight anyone and everyone. And he has, to my knowledge, has not pulled out fights or delayed fights or done anything like that. Fury's got a track record. So this is not going to help Fury. Fury's reputation already is in the gutter. So if Wustik if and his team have got a deal in place that they still want to reschedule the fight later this year, I personally wouldn't trust until he's in the ring. That's why. Yeah. That's why I was looking at from that angle. Then I wouldn't. I maybe would just take a dangerous fight like Ingovich, and then if if he wants to retire, he can retire. But if he's gonna reschedule that fight and there's a lot of money on the table, then then I get what you think. That, that's a that's a big fight and it's a risky fight to take if you're gonna fight someone like Ingovich. I just I just don't know what what Fury's plan is. If he plans to delay this fight, I'm not sure how long that's going to go on for. Because this fight was meant to happen in the Riyadh season, but that mm. that's already ended. I think or it's going to end in the next couple of weeks. I think at the end of February or the beginning of the March. beginning of so March, I think. Yeah, yeah. So that fight is not going to happen in that time. So I think uh, if I if I just look at that cut, really, if that is a legitimate cut, so. I, I am not sure what Usyk's motive is. I, I think Usyk just wants to become undisputed champion. But I don't know about Fury if he's got the same motive. To me, Fury just wants to age him out and try and fight him towards the end of his career. I think I'll, he's I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I've talked about this on our channel. But Fury needs this fight a lot more than Usyk needs it. I agree with you that Usyk, yeah. if he retires tomorrow, first ballot Hall of Famer, he is no less than the second best cruiserweight of all time. He has multiple um, championships in the amateurs, not just in the Olympics, but in other international global tournaments. And he got, what, three belts at heavyweight within, what, five, six fights. So his 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 legacy is secured. It, it, Fury 
has massive holes in his resume and asterisks over his best win because of, you know, steroids. So he needs this fight. So look, if, if it gets rescheduled in the summer, we'll revisit it then. If it doesn't, that looks like Fury's avoiding it, not Usyk. So it, it, all the pressure's on him right now, Hamid. But um, right. what yeah, else you I got, did, man? Because I got to jump because I got other I was, calls. I, I was going to go. I was going to do one thing. So would you say that to take um, a bit of a soft touch in February, you'd have to take that big review. And then if Fury doesn't want to take the fight, then look at Hergovic. Yes. I think Hergovic is probably the only only viable option outside Fury. Hergovic has got that win over Zang on paper. And now that Walden's lost and been exposed, well, I think like Hergovich is a mandatory too, right? I think it's a mandatory yeah, for one of the belts. And he's a, and he's a beater. Technically a beater. So that'd be a very good fight on pace, I think. Absolutely. But yeah, outside Fury, outside Fury, I think that's maybe the only other fight I'd like to see. But I'll let you get to the other corners. Like, that's the thing we're good. All right, thanks, Ahmed. Have a great weekend, brother. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, I, I look, I, I know... A lot of you guys out there are going to want Usyk to fight a top 10 heavyweight on two weeks' notice. I just, when you have a potential undisputed heavyweight championship fight looming, let's say in the summer, this summer, and you're going to take on uh, a top 10, maybe top five heavyweight on two weeks' notice, that's a very different style than the guy you've been preparing for the last eight, nine, 10 weeks. I, I just think that's too much to ask. At the same time, there are some of you guys out there saying that Usyk should not fight and he should uh, just wait. I don't agree with that either because that's the same game Gennady Golovkin played with Canelo Alvarez, and I really think it cost him. I think if Golovkin had just stayed on his path and did his thing, um, okay, all right, baby, um, then I think that it would have served him better. And there's other examples I could bring up. But if, if I'm Usyk, I stay busy. Guys, I, my wife just gave me a note. Um, I got to wrap up in about 10 minutes. So uh, I might be able to get to like one more call. But real quick, Michael Mendiola in the chat, thank you so much, brother, for, for correcting me. He said it was Joe Joyce that Usyk beat in the World Series of Boxing. Thank you. I knew it was one of those top guys. But um, okay, I want to show you guys real quick this article. Uh, this is in GB, Britain's news channel. Am I sharing this? Yes, I am. Okay. Uh, I want to scroll down here because they have a, a statement from Fury. Maybe you guys, some of you have already seen this, but I just want to read this for those of you who haven't seen it. Uh, the WBC champion Tyson Fury has been forced to postpone his fight with unified champion Alexander Usyk after sustaining a free cut during a sparring session in Riyadh. The cut, which opened above Fury's right eye, I should mention that's a that's a he's big cut above that right eye multiple times, uh, required urgent medical attention and significant stitching. No details there, but significant stitching is what they say, and will obviously require a period of recovery, scoopering and any scoopering any possibility of the fight with Usyk taking place on Feb 17 in Saudi Arabia. Uh, let's see here. Uh, a spokesperson from Queensberry Promotions refused to put a timeline on when Fury could possibly return. They said, 
While this is still heartbreaking news, it is clearly a massive disappointment after the work that has been done by so many people to deliver this historic event to the world. Once the doctors have appraised Tyson Fury's eye, we will have a better idea of the period of recovery needed. Once known, we will work diligently with all the stakeholders and the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia to reschedule this fight as soon as possible. And we'll, of course, keep everyone updated with developments. Okay. So that is the official statement from Fury's side. I believe that statement came from Queensberry, but not top rank. Okay. Um, <laughs> we've got, I've got a few minutes, guys. I'm going to take one more call here and then we're going to jump. Let me go back over to the UK and let me get 780 in the UK. You're on the show. What's up? Yo, Mike, it's Chris Bergen. How you doing? Chris, I thought that was you. How you doing, man? I'm doing really good, thank you. It's great to call back. It's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I could we could talk the Fury thing to death, but you already spoke about that enough. So um, I thought um, what I wanted to say was um, if AJ beats Nganu, like comfortably, which I think he will, then do you think we could see AJ versus Usyk, the trilogy? And do you think AJ could win with Ben Davidson in his corner because he looks rejuvenated with him in his corner, to be honest? Um, well, I mean, anything's possible in boxing. I mean, money-wise, it'd be a big fight. But, I, you know, the thing with Usyk is he, he seems to be one of these guys that is more about legacy and substance than anything else, than money. And I think that we would we would see him versus Hergovich first because that's a mandatory fight or you know a fight like that before fighting Joshua again. Now, if there was a scenario where, let's say, the WBC stripped Fury and the, the WBC was willing to put up the vacant belt for uh, Usyk, Joshua trilogy that absolutely that happens. Um, but I just think Usyk has Joshua's number, man. I just think that they could fight a hundred times and Usyk's going to win 99 times. He just has that guy's number. And that just happens sometimes in boxing. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. It just, some like, um, Forrest Mosley, you know, there's like a, there's a bunch of examples I could bring up where um, Marquez Pacquiao, there's just certain guys that just have your number and they're just always a pain in the ass for you to fight. Um, and it, there's <laughs> even been cases where like one fighter is really better than the other guy, but for whatever reason, he just gives the guy hell. And um, I don't know if that's the case here, but I'm just saying, I think Usyk always beats Joshua, man. Although I agree with you. Joshua looks rejuvenated. And I actually think Anthony Joshua's resume is really going to start to reveal itself to a lot of American fans in the next couple of years. Because, you know, Chris, I've been saying for years, I think this guy is underappreciated in America. But as yeah, the Wilders and the Furies kind of get a little exposed, I think Joshua's resume is going to start to look better and better. The fact that he lost a couple times to Usyk, who gives a shit? Usyk's an all-time great. So um, I think he's going to actually become more and more appreciated over these next few years. I really do. 
uh, I was talking to my friend and uh, he was uh, asking me, uh, what's the most exciting fight that you want to see in boxing that nobody's talking about? I'm going to give you a shout here right now. The fight I want to see is uh, a new way versus Lee Wood at 126. Ooh. What do you think about that? I like that, If you, especially if you do it over there. That would be a lot of fun, yeah, man. That's fireworks. <laughs> Hell yeah. And it, the crowd would be fireworks. So, yeah, dude, I, I would exactly. love to see that. Hell yeah. I mean, there's, there's some, pe- some people on, on Twitter, they sell X now. They say uh, a new way doesn't travel, but it's not true. A new way, I fought in the UK. I've seen him fight in the UK, and he's fought out in America a couple of times, I think, as well. So. Absolutely, he's fought in Vegas. Yeah, he travels. But the thing is, with Inoue, you know, when he fights in Japan, it does eight-figure viewership live in Japan alone, and then in other Asian markets, it does millions of views. This this guy is a massive star. He's making over $5 million a fight, and he's a tiny little dude. He's literally changing the economics of those little divisions. So at this point, he's a bona fide star in Japan. Why the hell would he travel if he doesn't need to? But yeah, Lee Wood, that would be such a fun event over there that I think it would make sense for him to travel to the UK because business-wise, I think that would make sense in a fight like that. And I think he'd be willing to do it. He's proven in the past he would do it. I mean, both these guys are involved in exciting fights every time they fight. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, I would favor uh, a new way to win it in in within the distance, within six rounds, I would think. But that being said, how many weight classes can a new way go up? Because, you know, that'd be another weight class going up. And that, would that be six division? I think 126 is going to be the cap. And I think at 126, he's going to start to look very human, and that's going to be the cap. But let me tell you, if he goes up to 126 and cleans that out, I mean, we're talking about one of the greatest fighters of all time. We really are. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's already got a – I mean, what he's done already is just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, also, uh, yeah, I was going to say congratulations, you know, on your family and everything. You, you and Tiffany, are doing a great job. Thank you. <laughs> We're trying. <laughs> it's quite, it's quite funny to see a big dude like you, six, well, you six four, six five, like big guy, and then as soon as your daughter comes in, you just like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh, dude, yeah, it, you're so right. My my wife actually says the same thing all the time. My my oldest, Jackie, she's 15 months now. She has learned how to manipulate me already. She has me wrapped around <laughs> her finger, and she gets her way with me all the time. So her mom's going to end up being the disciplinarian. Uh, I've melt with those two little little girls. I'm just I'm complete putty in their hands. <laughs> I'm worthless. <laughs> I know you can relate. I know you can relate. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, the last thing I'll say is um, I'm actually dusting off my uh, football boots uh, tomorrow. I'm playing in a charity football match. Nice. Um, yeah, 90 minutes uh, for Alzheimer's Society. Um, and it's a professional stadium under the lights as well, 7 p.m. kickoff, so that'll be fun. Is, it, is there a stream or anything like that? Uh, I don't think so, no. But, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, okay. But, yeah. I'm uh, playing as goalkeeper, so... 
All right. It's been a while, but it should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. We're, my best friend uh, designed the kits and everything, so we've got professionally designed kits and stuff. So that's great, yeah, it man. Should be interesting. Hey, you gotta you yeah. gotta post photos and videos of that. All right, afterwards, you oh, definitely have absolutely to post. Absolutely, will be doing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um. Well, oh, one last thing as well. Um. What do you think about uh, Connor Ben returning, fighting um this Dobson guy in Who? America? Janabek. Connor Ben. Oh, Connor Ben. Connor oh ben. God. Uh, I have no comment on Connor Ben. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it alone. There's no winning down yeah. that road. I'm, I have no comment. I plead the fifth. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> okay. Well, good to speak to you again. It's been a while, and yeah, brother. Again soon. Absolutely, man. You take care. You too, man. Talk soon. I will do. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. Bye. All right, there he goes, guys. I gotta jump. Uh. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving a bunch of you guys on hold. I'm sorry I have to do that. Fatherly duties. Our, our nanny just left, so I have to help my wife out and uh, get these girls ready for dinner. Okay, so uh, we'll talk more about this in the coming weeks, the days, weeks, as more information comes out. I'm still not convinced these two ever fight. I'm just telling you right now, I don't know if they're ever going to fight. All right, guys. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk soon.